0: Welcome to a special edition of Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real, Invest in Yourself, panel discussions where we answer your questions on business strategies and marketing tools by sharing our expertise to support and learn from one another. Our topic is the benefits of meditation. And we're gonna talk today about how this is quickly becoming not only a tool for our personal growth and development, but also a way to connect with teams and align goals. Now I've asked three business owners to join me today who are considered experts in their field. And they're going to share with us their expertise on how we can get started with a daily practice and enjoy the benefits both personally and professionally. And I'm gonna take a few minutes to introduce each of our panel guests. It's Christy Stanglent, And I'm just gonna read a little bit of her uh, bio. Christy is the author of Embrace Each Day with Peace and Calm, who holds diplomas in both feng shui and mindfulness, and is the host for both events Any Treats for Busy Women. And Christy joins us today from Toronto, Ontario. In the bottom left is Dr. Brigitte Tan, who is a speaker, best-selling author, and certified grief and life success consultant. And Dr. Tan joins us from West Village, California. And in your bottom right is Rachel Tunnenbaum, a leadership neurotransformational coach and speaker working with individuals and teams to maximize their growth potential. And Rachel joins us from Denver, Colorado. Welcome, everyone. Hi, Hi. Hi Trish. <laughs> well, we have three time zones here. So I thank you very much for joining us at all the various different times of your busy day. Um, And I think we all agree that there are tremendous benefits to meditation. I know that each of you actively pursue meditation within your business practices. And I think we now recognize that it's not only a tool that, you know, those Zen moments when we're trying to uh, de-stress or calm our own uh, bodies in terms of our daily activities, but there's also a tremendous opportunity when we're connecting with teens but the question that we most often get asked is, how do we get started, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought I would start by asking Rachel, um, because as a neurotransformational coach and mindfulness is a really a big part of your practice. And I know that one of the things that you've done recently is you've started taping and distributing meditation practices to your clients. So tell us what's been the reaction from the folks in your network. Um, it's been really incredible.
1: Uh, so just a little bit of a background, you know, I've, I've been very steeped in this for the last seven years, both in my coaching realm and in the mindfulness realm. And I kind of kept them separate for a little bit, um, of time and it was always integrated into my work, but in a more overt sense, it was something that I kept separate, but the more and more that I studied the impacts of mindfulness and meditation on the brain and the body. In order for it to be able to operate at its maximum, it became so intertwined in all of the work that I do. Um, so much so that, you know, starting two years ago, I think that's really when it began, I began a meditation group during COVID. So in March of 2020, mm-hmm. 2020. It's like, what's the one thing that I can do to support my clients, my community in the best way possible? And so we started a weekly Sunday meditation group that um, really quickly grew and became global. We did it every Sunday for about 70 weeks, 70 plus weeks. Um, We have now shifted into a pop up schedule um, because the benefits are so huge. But that spurned quite a bit more. Um, In 2020, I also wound up writing an article. um, You know, businesses and organizations spend billions of dollars every single year on growth and development. But when we look at meditation and when we look at mindfulness, it is a foundation for all of the core skills out there. When we talk about emotional intelligence, when we talk about mitigating reactive tendencies, that's one of the biggest inhibitors to productive leadership. When we look at reducing stress or managing stress in the right way, right? It's not always about reducing it, but managing it differently. When we speak about being more creative and engaged, right? All of these can, at the end of the day, really be tied back to mindfulness and to meditation and what it does for the brain and the body. And so, you know, over time, I started, as you mentioned, recording them, they're on Insight Timer, I'm actually doing an event tonight, um, which won't be the night when this goes live. Um, but I'm doing an event on Insight Timer, um, honoring Thich Han Hanh and um, the incredible legacy that he has endowed mm-hmm. us with. But it's something that's needed. And it's something that people are really turning towards and grasping and wanting so much so that like, we're We're creating tailored programs for organizations, bringing mindfulness in with brain-based tools to create deep shifts in culture. Um, I saw a small, quick anecdote, but I have a client who, when she started with me two years ago, she's an entrepreneur, has a company, 30 people. She's like, I know I'm hiring you because I know I need you. And I know that we're going to work well together, but I'm not meditating (laughs) And and that was her like, from the very beginning, it's not happening in the background. I'm like, we'll we'll see about that. Right. Um, And she was very resistant, but like appreciated all the mindfulness tools that I would weave in um, slowly, but surely. And now, you know, even I would say like six months ago, she was saying, I know it's coming, but it's not happening yet. Like this is resistance. It's as if she like had some sort of like give her some sort of still control over her type A personality, which is amazing. And I love, and it's brilliant. And part of who she is. Um, and now today she's saying, I, like, you know, like that we had a conversation once she's like, I have these three things that I still just want to excel to the next level. It's like, you know, that there's like one thing we can attend to each of these differently, or there's one thing that can support you in that entire process. And now I'm getting texts from her every day saying like, I know this is necessary. It has to happen every day. And for me, it's just, it's amazing to see that turnaround Um, because people think that it's going to slow them down, right? Some people, not all, but some people feel like it's going to slow them down. And really it is one of the biggest supports to move us in the direction of living a more fulfilled content um, and intentional life, um, where we access more. So, you know, one,
0: that of the things that, one of the things that I've been reading is that we now have leaders who are introducing meditation into part of their boardroom meetings yes. where they're, you know, doing little snippets, even if it's only 10 seconds or 15 seconds mm-hmm. of, you know, just d- deep breathing as an example, because that's also a form of meditation, right? So, I mean, Christy have you you do a lot of group meditation and some of the retreats that you do yes. so how have yes. you seen the benefits to this sort of huge positive energy field that comes together when you have a whole group of people who are Yeah, meditating I mean it's, the same it part? is
2: amazing when you when you do meditate as a group it is an amazing thing but I, I have to say I went to wisdom 2.0 uh, probably several years ago six years ago I don't know Rachel if you've ever been there but Eileen Fisher was there talking about how she started boardroom her boardroom meetings or just meetings with her staff by, you know, ringing a bell and having a few minutes of silence. So, and I just love all you're saying Rachel, because I know exactly those people that are so resistant. <laughs> I was there. I was
1: 100% there. I mean, I've been practicing this for 20 years, but at the beginning, like I was 100% there. Right. Yeah. And as a type
2: A person too, I I get it, but it, and it's just so interesting to Kind of weave it in and then yes. all of a sudden before you know it they're converted and it's so exactly. you know, I
0: think so that's fun. a really good point because each and every one of us probably at some point in time thought okay meditation's a little too woohoo you know like we're business women we have to stick to the program right it's right. all about strategy it's all about you know building these processes that will make our businesses more successful but we kind of forget about that mind connection And I think to to your point, um, Rachel, you know, it's really important to remember that everything we do comes from within.
1: Yeah, and from a grounded place of not being reactive, right? Like I, unfortunately, with the way that today went, it didn't get my standard mindfulness and meditation practice. And I had to be in the car, something happened, and I just sat there at the stoplight. I was like, okay, this is a moment. I can just reground, I can reset, and I can just take a moment to get present rather than getting caught up in the hecticness of my day and what has to happen and where I need to go. It's like, no, it's not just about the sitting, but it's about the little micro moments in the day. Right.
0: And, you know, Dr. Tan, I want to, uh, you know, bring you into the, the book that you wrote, Seeking Peace. You have this wonderful visual that actually uses our hand um, that you, that folks can kind of use in a mindful way to bring them back to that peace and calm. So tell us a little bit about the technique that you've developed that you share in your, in your bestselling book, uh, Seeking Peace.
3: Yes, surely, Chris. Thank you for asking about that. So Seeking Peace, which is this book that you can see on the screen there. And it's available on Amazon in any country. It's basically, and it's uh, Seeking peace is actually one version of that. Since then, I have developed multiple different versions tailored to your need with the five fingers method. But it's basically literally using your hand. So, you always have the tool, or if you don't want to use your hand, um, you can use your toes, <laughs> anything in that aspect, you know. <laughs> and it's just like one, two, three, four, five. And it's something that seeking peace is to help us, the tools to help us navigate through tough times. And since then, I have a daily practice, which includes in there a disguised form of meditations. <laughs> For all of us <laughs> who, uh, who say, oh, God, meditations, no. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I actually, I think it's in seeking peace as well. But it's, you know, it's a matter of like you guys, uh, your lady says, that it's, it's a matter of just being mindful. I actually, because of the same reason, I, I even have this technique where you don't even need to take a deep breathing. It's a matter of you just noticing your breath. Which is really that's all meditation's about. You notice your breath. You don't have to be sitting down. You don't have to be doing anything. And here, being uh, in the Los Angeles area, we have plenty of traffic now. like uh, traffic, traffic. So, so, I think it was uh, it was Gay Hendrix who initially introduced the uh, concept of when you're sitting on there's a very fi- a, a high uh, a freeway that has very famous traffic. I mean you sit there for two hours and he said, well, that's when you are in the monastery of your mind. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You got like two hours of, you know, listening to whatever you want. But yeah, definitely it's something that, you know, you use your five fingers and And it's just different purpose, whether it is through moving through adversity. And it's something that very easy to remember moment to moment, like you guys say, because then you like, and the middle finger, Tris loved the the middle finger. (laughs) 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 I want to know what this is. I was just going to say, you better share it now, Dr. (laughs) Yeah, can you give us one? one? (laughs) absolutely absolutely i'm going to give you the seeking peace again is for adversities and so i'm going to give you actually the one that's for daily practice day to day even if you are life moving pretty smooth but it would be being life um, so this is the five fingers method daily practice and the five fingers method daily practice the first one is your thumb and so with your thumb you start your day two thumbs up What's the what's the two thumbs up outcome you would love at the end of the day? How do you feel with that? And what's um what's the two thumbs up thing in your life right now? So gratitude, right? So you vision your day and you have great gratitude for your day. And then the pointer finger is actually to push the, to push the button, which is different, very much different than seeking peace. But uh, and what do you what do you uh, push and press? Well, first is the do button, I and mean, if you want to be successful, you gotta take action. But also to push your internal pause button. And that's where the mm. meditations come from. Oh, that's from a good too. one.
0: Yeah. yeah, we
3: all we all have internal pause button. So if you are two thumbs up, two thumbs up, and then everything going two thumbs down, <laughs> you're like, okay, <laughs> <then> pause. <laughs> push the internal pause button, and it's you can have it here or push here, and and. Just breathe. You don't even have to take a deep breath. You just kinda like massage here. Or actually the eyes. Um, my background is veterinarian oncologist, and we know that this in animal, if you have pets and they're freaking out for some reason, if if you can safely gently, just like very gently put pressure on the eye here, it's actually an and breathe. It's actually calm our nervous system down. It's the sympathetic, parasympathetic thing. And so so that's that. And then the middle finger. Well, you know what? I mean, for we all have this moment. We have just to <laughs> use have a middle finger. And and so everybody from now on have a permission to use your middle finger and say <laughs> and say and say the regular F word, but also to remember the two magic F words. Right, And the first magic effort is fantastic. Know mm-hmm. that you are fantastic, even if things looking strange or something, you in your core is fantastic. There is nothing, there's nothing wrong with you. We, we grow one day at a time. And then to forgive. A lot of mm-hmm. us already done forgiveness work. But we know forgiveness is like brushing mm-hmm. teeth. So we want to do that every day. And then the um, ring finger. I love the ring finger for the daily practice because it's more fun. And the and it's the, um, if you think about it, the ring finger is where you put your wedding rings and friendship mm-hmm. rings. So those are all love. So it's to remind us to love ourselves and to laugh. Mm-hmm. So it's the ring finger is L-O-L. Love out loud and laugh out loud and i recommend actually laughing meditations there are mm-hmm. there are laughing mm-hmm. yoga laughing meditations mm-hmm. and you know why not i mean if you're gonna meditate you might as well make it fun <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. and it could be something as simple as uh, yeah, looking at the mirror in the morning when you're getting ready and laugh for a minute which is what i do and by the way as a bonus it's really good for your abs muscle <laughs> So <laughs> you want to have a tighter abs? just laugh for five minutes straight, see how it will have the word sense. And the uh, little finger is the little things. And yes, to remember and celebrate the little thing, but as important as we go up through day to day to also clean up while the pile is small. Because otherwise, we, we don't want to take things to the nighttime and, you, and, and and end up not being able to sleep from it. So <laughs> clean up while the pile is small. And so so that's the basic five fingers of daily practice that I think is uh, applicable for everybody living nowadays. Yeah, so. For sure. But well, I think you know. that...
0: The- We're all gonna align to one particular finger, Dr. Tan, that really means a lot to us. And I really like the the ring finger where you talk about, you know, it's connecting to your heart and really not taking each other so seriously because I think that's really part of the mindfulness um, equation in meditation, right? Is to, to give ourselves permission to feel what we're feeling and to kind of go with those feelings like Rachel did this morning, right? You had to take advantage of the opportunity, and um, that really helped you to get to the next point in your day. Now, Christy is the author of Embrace Each Day with Peace and Calm, and you may be surprised to hear that she has logged over (laughs) 250,000 minutes in meditation in her own practice, And one of the things that is in her book is she provides these really short little exercises that anyone can use in order to, (laughs) yeah, in order to try to start to meditate. And, you know, one of the things that I also uh, recognize is sometimes we go away from meditation. You know, sometimes we, Mm -hmm. things get, in life gets in the way and we fall away from the daily practice. And so this is really a great way to maybe refresh or kickstart the meditation. So You know, to answer, directly answer the question that we've been asked by our viewing and listening audience who are looking for, you know, how do I start? What would you recommend, Christy, is something that they can do that's a great way to get started?
2: Well, the first exercise that is in the book is how I came to meditation and how I ended up with so many minutes because, you know, 20 plus years ago, I quit corporate and I read a book on creativity. And if you think about it, that's when yoga was kind of exotic. You know, like if there wasn't a yoga studio on every corner, and this book told me to sit quietly for five minutes, and I thought, I can't do that, and I started to do it, and it was like the mind was buzzing. I had, I should be doing this. I should be doing that, you know, and, but I am a tenacious type A person, and so I was going to do it, So it was like, I was just, and I didn't even know, you know, what I was doing, but it turned from five minutes to like seven minutes and then 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I found out that when I wasn't spending this time in the morning, I had a rotten day. Like the day just wasn't quite going correctly. And then at some point a friend said to me, I think you have a meditation practice. And I was like, really? (laughs) Is that what this is? So I I ended up then looking into that and I went down to the open center in New York City and and Mm -hmm. studied uh, with um, Ellen Finger, who some of you may know, but yeah, fabulous guy. And it was, um, and that was how it all started. And I just found, and you know, as you say, Trish, you know, sometimes you fall off the wagon and sometimes you get back on, but the exercise in the book is just asking people to take three minutes, not even five, just three. And I know many people are like, I I just can't do it, I can't do it. I'm like, set your alarm early. You can do, and who can't do three three minutes, right? And you find three minutes to
1: scroll on Instagram to do something else. And it's like, okay, great. You want a a break with that. You want to ease your mind. And this is a really wonderful
2: way to really ease your mind with time. Yeah. And just first thing in the morning. So nothing gets in the way because if you start to get into that, you know, oh, I'm just going to, you know, go downstairs and do this, then you'll be taken away. And, you know, I find it really hard for people to get back into find the time yeah yeah Yeah, and I I, and I also am a big proponent I mean meditation of any kind is fabulous I mean the the fingers the you know the the listening to a tape I mean whatever works is great but but just being able to go to the silence for three minutes Mm -hmm. and accepting those thoughts I think is is a really important thing
0: so Rochelle I have Have you ever had any experience directly with teams where, you know, we've been reading these articles where folks are now bringing these these practices into the boardroom to try to align all of the folks on, you know, goals that they're trying to achieve uh, in terms of objectives within the corporate environment? Have you found that any of your clients or any of the leadership teams that you're actually coaching are using some form of meditation as part of their, their meetings, weekly meetings or monthly meetings?
1: Absolutely. I mean, just quite frankly, absolutely. There are organizations that, you know, it's part of a bigger program or it is, um, something that I do for them weekly. Right. I work with a couple of organizations where I'm kind of just the reset for half an hour in the middle of the day. And we're talking about different topics every single week. Um, and then there are also the organizations that are taking that to the next step, which are saying, okay, just a moment, like, let's just settle in and like, let's land here. Take a moment to take a couple of deep breaths and land. And it's so critical because when you don't do that, so often, so many of the people in that space will be bringing the last meetings into the space, or they'll be thinking about the next meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And they won't actually be present, which means that you're not maximizing your time. And so that one minute that it takes to just mm-hmm. take a pause, to reset, to say, okay, I'm landing here and put everything else mm-hmm. aside, makes that one meeting of 15 minutes, of half an hour, an hour, far more effective than if you don't take that single minute, right? To the point of Christy of like, it just takes three minutes, right? And we're like, we don't have the time. It's like, but you also don't not have the time to do it, right? Like the benefits that you get as a result, maximize your time, create more time. We have you become more efficient and effective. And we're not doing this to be more efficient and effective. We're doing this to create more inner peace, to create a different dynamic in our relationships, the way that we show up so that we ultimately enjoy more and have more peace. Um, but that is one of the huge benefits.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I, and I also think for people in their logical mind, they just don't think a minute can make a difference, right? Or three minutes. <laughs>
1: and a minute is a really long time of silence
2: silence, it (laughs) could be
1: a really long time and such for me at this point it's such a delicious moment right that we don't even think that we can afford ourselves but somehow all of a sudden that minute becomes like
0: is the minute done yet like wow that was really long (laughs) well and i think dr tan's method um for those of us who are easily distracted by the thing what's happening around us you know concentrating on that visual roadmap with the hands um, really gives you something to focus on right to to bring our mindfulness back to the moment and I'm sure um, Dr. Tan a lot of a lot of your clients uh, find that that's helpful in focusing their attention
3: yeah because at a lot of times we go through the day and then you know this happened and that happened and before you know it you're like a hundred 80 degree from where you want to go, and so it's moment to moment, one of the things that, and and in a way, I used to be so resistant to meditations that I kind of keep looking back, okay, when I do anything, like you don't really hear, you don't see me teach meditation per se, because I would look back and say, would this go with me? 10 years ago, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then I just said, okay, how do we put this differently? But you know, it's like just like with the meeting situations, when I do that with companies, I said, okay, well, you know, everybody should, uh, it's best to come to a meeting with an intention, right? I mean, you don't come to a meeting boop, just like that, hopefully. And so, why don't everybody take a minute and write down your intentions for this meeting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then, and it's like you say, Rachel, it's helped them focus on that meeting and leave the one be- be- before that, you know, yeah. leave that and that. And, and, and they might just sit there and scribble a random thing, but it's like the same thing. And so it's one thing that, and then I usually, what's your intentions for this meeting that is aligned with your two thumbs up? outcome mm-hmm. for that day and your organizations and so forth so so it's a definitely it's it's to have a, a north star so to say a guiding light as you move day to day and moment to moment is something that kind of allow you like okay uh as you go to the bathroom at some point we'll go to the bathroom and you just kind of like you know stop and say okay where was i do i need to post the to press the pause button at this moment really quick right. so mm-hmm. yeah
0: well, that's a good point now if if i were to ask each of you ladies to provide me with one word of encouragement for those folks who are in our viewing and listening audience and saying okay i identify with what you're saying because i'm that type a personality or you know they might be a type b personality and so easily distracted they don't think that meditation is something that they could even begin to tackle mm-hmm. so if you were to provide them with one word of advice or one word of encouragement. What would your word be? And we'll start with Rachel because we asked you the first question. So, what would, you, no. what, would you, what word would you give to somebody to to kind of give them some encouragement to get? What started? happened to like
1: your three words of advice? <laughs> like,
0: well, you're what? all going to have a word, which is going to make three words of advice.
1: <laughs> what two? Can I buy a?
0: Can I buy a no, word? You can do two. You can do two. Just breathe. Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? I mean, that's really great advice because you need to start somewhere and that really helps the whole grounding process, right? So that's really two great words. Dr. Mm -hmm. Tan, what would your word be?
3: My word would be, allow. Allow, that's a good one.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have just breathe and allow and Christy, how are you going to wrap up our, our words? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to use the
2: word gentle mm. with the idea of being gentle to yourself, right? Like if, when you're falling off the wagon to just get back on. So
0: allow gentleness
2: of that. That's
0: really wonderful. You know, I really wanna thank the three of you for spending some time with me today and sharing your expertise because I think you've really given everybody some positive inspiration to sort of say that if, if we can do it, you can do it too. And whether you're starting a practice or you're hitting the refresh button on your own practice, Um, I think we've given you some great things to think about that will help you reconnect with um, developing something that works specifically for you. So thank you to each of you for uh, taking the time to share your expertise.
1: It's been fun. Thank you, Trish. Yeah, (laughs)
0: thanks for bringing us together.
3: Yeah, it's fabulous. but I'd also you.
0: like to thank each of the viewing and listening audience who joined us today. And thank you for spending some time with us where we sort of given you a few things to think about where I think it's a peace of mind is really a state of mind. And I hope that we've given you some insight into uh, some practical things that you can use in developing your own meditation practice. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you'd like to explore a question that you'd like us to talk about in our next panel discussion, please feel free to share your thoughts on our website, shareyourstories.online. And in the meantime, perhaps you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Business Mentorship Keeping It Real, where we share the stories of entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who participate in our guest blog and we share their great ideas. So in the meantime, thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to meeting you again during our next panel discussion. Thank you.